0: Now, Father, as I preach the word, God, may your word go forth and do only that which you purpose for it to do. Your word must accomplish something, so we thank you for it. Thank you, God. Your word says in Jeremiah chapter 1, you're watching over your word to perform it in the lives of your children. As we release the word of God here tonight, I bind every devil that would try to withhold people from receiving. I curse anything that would try to distract you. I command your spirits to be wide open to receive from heaven tonight. And I pray your mind is renewed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of God, amen. Give this team a big hand if you appreciate them. I love them very much. Hallelujah. All right, holy habits. We've been talking on holy habits, amen. Some of y'all got some sort of habits. We've been talking holy habits, though. Because I believe holy habits, I've told you, consistency, I believe, breeds victory. When you consistently do the right thing, it'll breed victory in your life. Amen? You know, we said just as simple as going to the gym. You can go once and set the world on fire and look in the mirror and I promise you'll look the same as when you came in Jesus' name. But if you consistently do something, day in and day out, hear me, and create a habit of doing something, you will see a change. Amen? That's why when we give, it's not like, well, I gave, and uh, God, you just need to bring a cloud, a money cloud over my house and rain money. He could do it, but he's not going to. But I tell you what he will do, he'll bless the work of your hands. Amen. He might give you a dream, an invention, a business, or an idea. Oh, man. So he might give you a dream, an invention, a business, or an idea. Yeah. I'll tell you, he will. I've seen him do it with a whole bunch of people in this church. Amen. Thursday night, with a great event over there, the community event. Western Wayne High School, amen. It was like 200 people who came out to pray in the high school. They even let me pray, amen. And uh, there was all kinds of wonderful people there. The district attorney was there. Uh, A.G. Howell, amen. Uh, County Commissioner Brian Smith was there. Anyway, a whole bunch of people. The vice president from the Honesdale National Bank. It's great to see so many community leaders coming together and praying together, amen. One lady came up to me afterward, and she says, I'm not a Christian, I'm Roman Catholic. I said, you must go all the time. Amen. No, I'm teasing. She said, I really was touched by the way you prayed. Because if you think I, I do some polished prayer because I'm in a high school, right, Kathy? There's nothing polished about me. I'm going to call down fire from heaven if we're in a high school, say amen, in a church. I don't care where we are. In fact, there was, there was a wonderful lady there, uh, Ms. Box, who's a teacher. I said, man, last time I saw you, you were all crippled up in bad shape from a stroke should see her now, beautiful young lady, moving perfectly fine. Everything was good. And I said, you right there are a testimony of the power of God. Amen. And I turned to the district attorney and the county commissioner. I said, that's why we need strong churches in this county, because churches lead the way. Amen. I said, I could point to all kinds of people have started businesses in this area as a result of this church. All kinds of marriages have been healed as a result of this church. All kinds of people off drugs serving Jesus because of this church. That's why we need strong churches. They're both, you know. i teasing. They were great. Amen. And then I found myself, oh, and then Friday night, they had a ladies' paint night here. They had paint and dip. Because <laughs> I said something about paint and sip, so they had paint and dip. Amen. They had like 50 registers, uh, 50 registers, 50 ladies register. And they made these, uh, I don't know, welcome signs or something. And there was like 50 ladies and grant. I told him we'd pray for him tonight, amen, he'd be the first. <laughs> Poor Grant. He got voluntold he was going to be here, amen? Anybody ever been there before, get voluntold? And he said, I don't care what anybody says, happy wife, happy life, amen? <laughs> no, it's not, it's happy spouse, happy house, it's a two-way street. Actually, he said to me, you're going to be dead, boy. He said, Pastor, I can't believe there's 50 ladies and not a sandwich in sight. I'm glad you guys received that. I said that earlier somewhere else. It was not received too well. Amen. It's a joke. Let me help you. If you come to this church, we like to laugh. Amen. Amen. We believe that in his presence there's fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Say amen to this. If you don't like to laugh and you're easily offended, you will hate this place. In fact, you probably already left by now. I don't know if anybody left, but maybe. I had somebody take it up and walk out. Whatever. I have an anointing. To... I shouldn't say it. My friend Jonathan told me one time, he said, you always have high quality people around you. I said, man, that's a blessing. He said, yeah, because you have an anointing to run off (laughs) bums. I thought he was kidding. I don't think he was though. Amen. I appreciate him. Amen. What he's doing out in Pittsburgh. I was out with him again last Sunday morning. It was a blessing. Thank God for everything you're doing there. Excited about what God's doing here. I was in West Virginia last week. Wild and wonderful, amen? Come on, almost a full set of teeth in there, amen? No, Jesus. We had a great time. Some of the guys I'm involved with in the Faith Alive Fellowship. Just amazing to hear what God's doing in and through His house all over the place, amen? But holy habits, we've been talking on, uh, a couple weeks ago we talked on, the really it's like a dangerous habit, but the holy habits of quiet time. Come on. Weapons of our warfare are mighty, not carnal. Yeah. Pulling down strongholds. Last week we talked on the Sabbath. Oh boy. I had so many people come to me, Pastor, I never heard that top before. Please, and thank you. Bring me some of that holy water, amen. <laughs> the only thing that's holy about it is I need a drink. <laughs> Somebody asked me, because I made a comment about holy water last week. You mean there's no such thing as holy water? I said there is no such thing. Amen. But we'll put this water right in the ministry. Just give me just a second. Poland spring. No, Wegman's. Wegman's. Must have came with the bread and the grape juice. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jenarda. The Sabbath. Tonight I want to talk to you about renewing your mind. Now this is so deep, I don't have time to, but just kind of snapshot of this tonight. You must renew your mind every day. See what I love about stretching people's minds is, it never goes back to the original size. Oh, man. Once your mind's been stretched, it's impossible for it to go back to the size it was. i tell you this, a mindset on lack can never produce an abundance of anything. A mindset on lack can never produce an abundance of anything. Most people, I don't know how else to say, they're almost like they've conformed to a pattern in this life, and that's where they're stuck at. And it keeps them at the level they're at. But when you renew your mind, hear me, that's what the Bible says, put on the mind of Christ. That's what the Bible says, let your mind be renewed, let your mind be transformed. When you put on the mind of Christ, you don't think about things like everybody else thinks about them. You start looking at things differently than other people do. That's where the gift of faith kicks in. Oh, man. The gift of faith is one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. The gift of faith is not looking at things like everybody else does. Abraham, like God, called things that be not as though they were, and he watched them come to pass. And God didn't discourage him for it any. He said, well, I just have a small business. No, I have an expanding business. Well, my kid's just a drug addict. No, no, they're not. I see my kid worshiping Jesus. I see hands lifted high. Well, I'm sick. They said cancer. No, no, I see myself whole in Jesus' name. See, this is what we're talking about. I don't got time to get into it, but Dr. Paul Jungie Cho wrote a book years ago called The Fourth Dimension. If you haven't read it, you should. The Fourth Dimension. Because the fourth dimension, we're three-dimensional, but the fourth dimension is the dimension of dreams and visions, which is the dimension the Holy Spirit operates on. I wish I had the time. And when you renew your mind, hear me, with the word of God, by praying in the Holy Ghost, you begin to think differently. You look at a busted up building and say, no, no, I see doors there. I see windows here. I see this being one big room. Right, Tim? Tim's here tonight. It's great to have him home from Florida. Amen. I thought they were going to keep you down there, but thank God your daughter prayed you home in Jesus' name. (laughs) God bless the campground. Amen. They own the Honesdale-Pocono KOA. Tim's been a blessing. But Tim's been with me since the beginning when I had all these crazy ideas. Or at least everybody else thought I was crazy. So they start seeing things happening. Why? It starts with having a renewed mind. The mind is a battlefield. Hello. Come on, Joyce Meyer. (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't help. The mind's a battlefield. Right thinking leads to right living. All right, let's see what the word says. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. You knew I was going here. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters. Notice it only says brothers and sisters. Never mind. Come on. I saw a shirt on Amazon the other day. And it says there are 72 genders on it or whatever, right? Then I noticed when you click to check out, it says choose male or female. (laughs) I'm serious. I urge you therefore, brothers and sisters. Amen? In view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Uh, don't worry, we're not into some weird culty thing. And we're going to explain this in a minute. Amen? You want to do that stuff? That's out in Bohemian Grove. With some of your leaders. Amen? It's true. To offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy... And pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Oh, I thought Grant was just doing worship. Oh, man. I don't have the time. <laughs> Holy and pleasing God. This is your true and proper worship. Now watch. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Because this world has a pattern. Oh, man. I wish I had a time. This world has a pattern. And if you follow the world's pattern, let me help you. You'll be broke. You'll be sick. You'll be despondent. You'll probably get divorced four or five times or more. <laughs> now, you should probably quit after that many. Amen. <laughs> You'll be all kinds of jacked up. You'll have turmoil within. You'll have sleepless nights. You'll be filled up with anxiety. That's the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world is Medicaid. Come on, y'all lived the last three years. I'd say something, but they'll shut me off. You can read between the lines, amen? Conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by how? The renewing of your mind. This isn't my idea, this is God's idea. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. What? Oh. So when I renew my mind, wait a minute, I receive wisdom from God. I receive wisdom from God. And wait a minute, I just don't know what God's will is. You lie. Renew your mind. Oh, boy. I just don't know what to do. Yeah, keep confessing that, and you still won't know what to do. My Bible says in John chapter 16, brother, how be it when the spirit of truth has come, verse 13. For he will lead you and guide you into all truth. Verse 14, he does not speak on his own authority, but every word he hears the Father saying. I like verse 15. Jesus says, now all that the Father has is mine, and I'm going to have the Holy Ghost show it unto you. You realize you have access to, oh man, don't go 9 a.m. crowd on me. You have access to everything God has. You have access to everything God is. How? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why praying in the Holy Ghost is so important. I pray in tongues every day. And I'm not ashamed of it. Everything else can go to hell in this world. And people aren't ashamed of it. We can wave it and celebrate it and everything else. I'll pray in the Holy Ghost wherever I please, whenever I please. I'm not ashamed to be Pentecostal at all. I'm not ashamed of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want them on display. I want to see the Holy Ghost just be blown out and blown up through people's lives. It's the power of God. It's the power to overcome. It's the power to renew your mind. It's the power to go, wait a minute, this is God's will. Or just keep saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You sound like a freaking wind-up doll. Sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm so sick of seeing people struggle and live beneath and go from hurt to hurt. Failure to failure instead of going from strength to strength and victory to victory. How are you going to do it? The Bible says in Romans eight eleven, the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me and will quicken my mortal body. Yeah. Guess what? That same chapter, it says the earth moans and groans waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. Yeah. Then he goes on to talk about praying in a heavenly language. Oh, you just like the part that goes, well, all things work together for the good who love God. Because I have it on my coffee mug. No, you need the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is what will renew your mind. We need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's why every week it's been amazing, but God is pouring out His Spirit on this place. And we're seeing signs and wonders and miracles take place. See people coming in who have full-blown cancer coming back going, I went to the doctor. They can't find one trace of cancer. When John the Baptist's disciples were sent to Jesus, they said, How do we know if you're the one who is to come or should we look for another? Jesus said, Tell them this. The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk. You know what I tell people who are critics out there? The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk. Signs, wonders, and miracles keep taking place in this place. So it must be God. I couldn't heal a broken wing on a fly. Me and Grant almost healed a bird upstairs before. Amen. Amen. We had a board meeting in a room upstairs for about 45 minutes before, and then before we went to go into our pre-service meeting, Grant came in to talk to me. We have these black chairs in this room. And he put his hand on one chair, and a bird shot out from underneath that thing. Went flying around the room. So him and I were upstairs. It might sound like we were dancing and praising the Lord, but we were truthfully trying to shoot birds out the window. Bird out the window, hopefully not birds. So that was entertaining. Oh, they're so full of the spirit up there. <laughs> yeah. Two mighty men of God like two wimps chasing a black bird around a room. <laughs> one get one kid gives me, Pastor, did you shoot it? I said, if I shot up my gun there'd be a cannon hole in the wall, amen. I don't carry a twenty two. <laughs> Number one tonight. You need a quiet mind to lead a quiet life. Oh man! You need a quiet mind to lead a quiet life. Let me tell you what's dangerous, really. People that can sit and have lunch by themselves. I'm telling. you. When you can go see a movie by yourself. You know why? Because your mind whew, is so quieted. You're not bothered by oh I gotta have people around me I gotta have something going I gotta have no no no, no. I know how to quiet myself. I'm telling you, there is strength in your silence. There's strength in your silence. That's why the scripture says, be still and know I'm God. I just like it on my coffee mug. No, you're supposed to practice it too. I went to a, a restaurant downtown the other day, and the owner came over. She said to me, oh, pastor, great to see you. How, how many do you need a table for today? I said, just one, me and all my friends. She looked at me and smiled. She said, you usually have so many people with you. I said, I usually do. I said, but today I'm just having lunch by myself. Just take a little time to be quiet. Enjoy some Maryland crab bisque, amen. And bring on a couple of them stuffed flounders. She's like, for lunch by yourself? I said, honey, hey, shh, quiet, amen. <laughs> some sides, some dessert, a little cappuccino, amen. Hear me, a quiet mind leads to a quiet life. There's times to be quiet. There's times, watch this, to be able to hear from God and be able to make correct decisions, you need some quietness in your mind. Because quietness, hear me, will lead to clarity. Oh man, I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. Quietness will lead to clarity. Sometimes I have to make tough decisions, decisions, I don't need to hear anybody else, I need to just hear what God's saying. 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12 in the Passion says this, Aspire to lead a calm and peaceful life as you mind your own business. I like this translation. Oh, I'd love to staple that one on some people's foreheads. As you mind your own business and earn your living just as we've taught you. By doing this, you will live an honorable life. Uh-oh. Influencing others and commanding respect of even unbelievers. Well, that's pretty good, isn't it? Let me help you. You don't need to be saying something all the time. I have the gift of gab. Staple your mouth shut. Amen. Some of you are looking at me. It's going to be all right. By doing this, you live an honorable life influencing others and commanding respect of even the unbelievers. Then you'll be in need of... Where's that scripture? Help me out. You'll be in need of what? Amen. Amen, honey, I like it. Then you'll be in need of nothing and not dependent upon others. You'll be in need of and not dependent on others. Why? Because when you're quiet, your mind is quiet, you lead a quiet life, God is able to speak to you. I've known people who are filthy rich. I mean filthy. They look filthy, amen? (laughs) They got more money than probably the bankers walking around. But they just lead a quiet life about stuff. Oh, man. They keep some things tight to their chest. I know it's next to impossible in the age of social media. But there's something to be said about living a quiet life in some areas of your life. Not everybody needs to know everything. Not everybody needs to know everything. Oh, my God, I got this problem I got to tell you about. Because nobody on Facebook cares, really. In fact, most of them are rooting for you to have problems. There's a whole bunch of people watching me preach like they do every week who hate my guts, but yet they keep watching. And think I don't know you're watching, I can name you all by saying. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? But there's something to be said, hear me, about leading a quiet life. Not everybody needs to know everything. Let me help you. Not everybody's rooting for your victory either. That's why it's important to be a part of a body of Christ like this. Because these type of people here will root for your victory. These type of people will celebrate you. Come on, say amen. Like you're in the type of church that if you pulled up in a Rolls Royce tonight, there's a whole bunch of people that go, that's a sweet car. I'm really happy for you. Whereas you pulled up to other crowds of people you thought were your boys or your friends or whatever, they go, ah, I can't believe that wretch's showing off. Ah. <laughs> they got a new car again. Who do they think they are? <laughs> hey, somebody wrote me there, how much real shoes you were wearing? I wrote back, you buy them? What do you care? Somebody gave them to me. How about that? God, amen. No, but think about this. Really, but, but this is how people live. No, really, though. Everybody's so fascinated by what everybody else is doing, and it's not for the right reasons. But when you're part of a body of Christ like this, hear me, where people are celebrating each other. People say, hey, Aaron, you started a business. We're happy for you, bro. We're celebrating you. Come on, say amen. You got people who are painters and spacklers, all kinds of people, people that train uh, fire uh, companies and all this stuff. We celebrate each other, building custom guitars. Come on. Owning campgrounds. We've got all kinds of construction people in here, amen, that own their own companies. Own their own stuff. That's why this is the Word of God. It's how it should be in the body of Christ. And we celebrate each other. We don't tear each other down. We build each other up. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. Number two tonight, you need to work on renewing your mind. Oh, man. You need to work on, let me help you, it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. God help me today to think the right thoughts. Whoa. God help me today, watch this. I know you said your word, in your word you say, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways, they're higher than mine. But give me a download. I believe when I pray in the Holy Ghost, that God has given me downloads from heaven. I don't know when I'm going to use them. I don't know when they're going to come out, but I'm filling my spirit up to overflowing. Oh, man. To overflowing. Why? Because I'm renewing my mind. Whew. Come on, say amen. amen. Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your... Some of you catching on. It is 8 o'clock. In Honesdale on Sunday night. Welcome to the service. Amen. <laughs> Jesus said you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your... Come on. Colossians 3, two. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Oh, wait a minute. I want to park here for a second. Set your mind on things, not on things of earth. Let me ask you this. Doctor gave me a bad report. I'm not negating that. But in heaven, there's no sickness. Ah, there's too much month at the end of the money. I don't know how I'm going to make it. No, wait a minute. In heaven, hear me, there's no shortage. I just don't feel loved anymore. Wait a minute. God's got all the love you could ever need in that son. With God, there's nothing missing, nothing broken. Come on, say amen. Nothing destroyed. There's no hurt that earth can give you that heaven can't heal. There's no hurt you could have on this side of eternity that heaven can't heal. I'm not negating the thing didn't happen, but I'm telling you, is if you start setting your mind on things above, that's why we give the missions. That's why we're sowing like crazy in the missions. Why? Because we're thinking about kingdom-minded. We're trying to live beyond ourselves here, trying to break the cycle. Last last week, the last point was of accumulation. Said the spirit of greed. No, we want the spirit of God. I want God to work through people's lives. I want God to touch people. Come on. I want my mindset on things above. I want to be able to share in a word of encouragement with somebody tomorrow. What if somebody needs hope in your workplace, your school, wherever you might be? What if you're that little beacon of hope? Well, you can't be if you're not in tune. Oh, man. It's impossible to be unless you're in tune with what God would have you. God, help me to be a light wherever. Because last I checked, even if we blacked the room out and we lit a little lighter, the light still dispels the darkness. Yeah. Colossians 3 2 in the Passion. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities. It's pretty good, isn't it? And not with the distractions of the natural realm. Oh, well, if I just gave you that one scripture tonight. Fill your mind with the heavenly, thoughts of heavenly realities, not with distractions of the natural realm. I've told you a million times before, I'll probably tell you a million times again. If the devil can't defeat you, he'll distract you. But it's tough to get distracted when your mind's fixed on heavenly things. Philippians 4, 8, and the Passion. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable. Beautiful and respectful. Pure and holy. Merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. On the works of God. Praising Him always. It's impossible to stay depressed when you're fixing your mind on what God's done. It's impossible to stay defeated when you start thinking about His victory. Come on. All you're doing is flipping the script in your mind. Let me help you. Even if your circumstance didn't change, it's like, that's why when you come into God's house and we're singing praises, it's like no matter how crappy you come feeling in here, you feel charged up when you leave, don't you? Yeah. It's called the Holy Ghost. That's called the Holy Ghost. That's the difference. Not Oh, God, Tyler's going to be long tonight. What else is new? <laughs> i got to be up early. I'll be out at 4.30 tomorrow. Like I am every Monday morning. Smile on my face. That cold air hits me, it's like a buck up the nose. Amen. <laughs> Ready to rock and roll. Work all day, go to the gym at nighttime, take care of some business after. Do it again. Why? Because I'm not thinking about, oh, I'm tired. No, I'm thinking that, wait a minute, when I come into his presence, my strength gets renewed. Yes. I'm waiting upon the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord will see their strength Come on. That's why my great uncle's here tonight. He comes every Sunday night when he's not in Florida. Amen? And we'll just say he's 90-something. I know. They don't. But now you just gave it away. Amen? (laughs) He's 94 right here. Still serving God. reading his Bible every day, praying every day, his strength being renewed, coming to God's house to get filled up on faith. Well, I'm 34. I just don't have the time to get there. You lie. Everybody's got the same amount of time. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What you do with your time is up to you. Well, I'm just so busy. Well, you're too busy to come meet with God? You better hope someday when you stand before him he doesn't go, well, I'm too busy. Next. So that's a real word. I would have loved to gone to church, but I'm just that's on Sunday night. Oh yeah, and Monday night when football season starts. Same people. Kickoffs at nine o'clock. They're just getting geared up. Right? Stupid construction helmet on their head, a bud light on each side. A hose in their mouth. I gotta be in bed I gotta work in the morning. You ain't saying that on Monday night. Shirt off, sitting in your lazy boy with your chest painted in your own living room like an idiot. Notice I say Bud Light. Amen. You can read between the lines on that one. Same people that tell me, I got to get up early for work on Monday. Funny, but on Tuesday you got no problem getting out of bed. Thursday night football. Friday you got no problem getting up. Oh, I'll buck against the gods of football or anything else for that matter. The only excuses you have in this life are the ones you make. You either make excuses or you show up. That's what it is. Beliefs turn into your mindset, and your mindset turns into your behavior. Oh, wow. I'll say that again. Beliefs turn into your mindset, and your mindset turns into your behavior. Ultimately, what you believe about something turns into your mindset, and ultimately, it will be what you receive. You receive what you believe. I said, you receive what you believe. You don't believe me? Just have bad theology and see if the devil doesn't accommodate you. Have bad theology and the devil will gladly accommodate it. Well, God put this cancer on me to teach me a lesson. Oh, yeah, show it to me in the Bible. I'll wait. The Bible says the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. I had somebody call me the other day and say, well, the Bible teaches that God puts people in authority. (laughs) I'm going to run with this one, right? So that means it was God's will for Hitler to be in there. Stalin. And our most recent friend that's in there now, amen. (laughs) The friends of Joe Biden, amen. Now, wait a minute here. Does God have a will? Yes. But there's still... Free choice. Because, well, 2 Peter 3, nine. For God is willing that none would perish but all would come to repentance. Now is everybody saved? No. Does God want everybody to be saved? Yeah. It doesn't mean you know you take one scripture and build some sort of thing out of it and then watch, take bad circumstances and go, well it was God's will. It's a lie. It wasn't God's will. What about if somebody fraudulently does something? So you go out of here and shoot somebody. You think that's God's will for your life? I know it's not. That's the devil. I say, that's the devil. How many of these people with mass shootings? Hear me. Say, oh, I heard a voice told me to go in there and shoot the place up. That's the devil. Yeah. That's not God. But yet we got mainline denominations and preachers teaching this garbage. That everything comes down to pike is from the hand of God. That's bull crap. Yeah. It's the nicest way to know how to say it. It's not God. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I have come you might have life and life more abundantly. John chapter 10 and verse 10. If it's good, it comes from God. If it's not, it comes from hell. You don't have to accept every package that gets dropped at your door. Oh, man. Well, oh, brother, what do you do with Job? Oh, let's talk about Job. Job 42, 2, he said, I know you're the one true living God, and no purpose of yours could be thwarted. And the Bible says that God repaid Job double for his trouble. Talk about Job. I gladly talk about Job. That was all the devil's doing, not God's. It was a lying spirit. Oh, I wish I had his time. It's the devil's doing. The devil comes to God and says, The only reason Job worships you is because you have a hedge of protection around him and his household and his assets. Take it off and Job won't worship you anymore. Read like the first freaking chapter of the book before trying to say, oh, what do you do about Job? The Bible says in Job 3.25, the very thing that Job feared the most came upon him. So you know what I fear, Matt? Too much blessing coming on me. Too much goodness and mercy chasing me all the days of my life. Too much favor. You want the very thing I fear the most come upon me? Oh, let it come. I fear that the blessing of the Lord is going to overtake me, say amen, and overtake you. I believe that too much health is going to be my portion. Just as we read before, at a ripe old age, wealth, honor. Why? Because I serve the one true living God. And I told you last week, I'll say it again, I hope my life is one big foam finger to the devil. Now, whatever finger it is, it is. Amen? Did you just say that? I did. Because I want the devil and all of his core hosts to know that it's God alone who's blessed me. It's God alone that's put his hand upon me. Come on, say amen. That there's no sickness that's going to short-circuit my life or short-circuit your life either. There's no plan of the devil that's going to overtake me or overtake you. I'm here to tell you, you serve the one true living God, and there is none like him. Come on, the Bible says, is there anything, anything too hard for the Lord? Man, I'm getting stirred up in my faith now. Anything too hard for God. Anything. The only thing that's holding you back in this life is your mindset. It's time to expand your mind. It's time to renew your mind and say, God, I want to believe again. I need to raise my faith again, God. Forgive me for my doubt and unbelief. Get rid of the stinking thinking. Put on the mind of Christ. Man, I feel the anointing in this place. Your beliefs will always drive your mindset, and your mindset will always drive your behavior. Your beliefs will always drive your mindset. Your mindset will always drive your behavior. For instance, before we're receiving the offering, there's people that immediately go, "You can't do that." In their mind, to hear this, you can't tithe. How would you live on? Oh, you're not going to make it. You're already that's the devil. For God and not give me a hey devil. Listen here, God and give me a spirit of fear. Give me one of power, love, sound, mind, so you can go to H-E-double hockey sticks where you belong. Come on. I go to pray for the sick. Well, God healed them. God's not going to heal you. Now, wait a minute. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God's no respecter of persons. What God did for one, he'll do for anyone. In fact, I'll tell you this. There's nothing the devil can do to you that God won't do something about. I said, there's nothing the devil can do to you that God won't do something about. When you start realizing, wait a minute, heaven backs what I say. Oh, I wish I had the time. The angel said to Daniel, "I, Daniel, I have come because of your words. Yeah. There's angels waiting for you to speak the word. Psalm chapter 8, who is man? You're mindful of him, the son of man you visited with him. God says, let me tell you who they are. Yeah. Sit your ugly self down, Amen. I've made them just a little lower than myself. I've given them dominion and authority over all the works of my hand, over everything I've created. Last I checked, angels are created. Well, that's for free. See, you start preaching like this, and people look at you like you have seven heads, because they've never heard the gospel really preached. they never heard the power of God preached and then demonstrated. I'm here to tell you, I can demonstrate what I preach. I possess what I confess. Why? Because God is who he says he is, and God will do what he says he's going to do. Come on, say Amen. Proverbs 23, 7, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Want to think you're poor? You'll be poor. Want to think sick? You'll be sick. Want to think, you know, struggle after struggle? Oh, I'm on the struggle train or the struggle bus. Well, get off the freaking bus. Hashtag the struggle's real. No, hashtag the struggle's over. I didn't, you know, my brother and I started another business together this year. I didn't go, well, it's going to be tough. The economy sucks. Oh, we're going to struggle. Oh, we've got to do things every way. No, we don't. The blessing of God is on us. We tithe. We give offerings. The blessing's on the business. We're not going to struggle. We're going to get better and better. We're going to prosper. Everything we put our hand to will be blessed. Why? Because he said it would. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Most people, if I can get them to see themselves well, they get healed just like that. If I can get you to believe and see yourself as God sees you, the gift of faith takes over. Your faith gets elevated. Then the working of miracles comes flying right behind it. The gift of healing gets poured out. I'm telling you right now, that stuff runs hand in hand. It's called the power gifts. (sighs) Number three, you need to train your mind. You need to train your mind. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. And whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always. For the Lord God is our eternal rock. I don't know. No, no, no. I trust in God. My faith is not in man. I love you, but my faith is not in you. I like President Trump, but my faith wasn't in him. My faith is in no man but God alone. Surely not in Brother Biden. Amen. (laughs) My faith rests... In God alone. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17.9. Cursed is the man who leans on the arm of the flesh. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. When your mind is fixed on God, you'll be in perfect peace. When your mind is fixed on God, you'll be in perfect peace. I've had to weather some storms in my life. You know how I've done it? Trusting in God. When I've had people stripped from me and everything stripped from me, I've had to trust in God alone. When I've had doctors look at me and tell my, tell my parents on multiple occasions, He's not going to make it through the night. I was 10 years old, laying in the Lehigh Valley Burn Center, third degree burns from my waist up. They told my parents, He'll be dead within a couple of hours. I burned in a gasoline fire. 10 years old, you know what I said? I'm not going to live, I'm going to die. Or I'm not going to die, I'm going to live. I said, i got half the churches on the East Coast praying for me. You know, they told my parents, oh, he's getting delusional. It's probably soon now. No, you can go right to you know where with that nonsense. With long life, I'll satisfy them and show them my salvation. Psalm ninety-one 16. Ten years old is not a long life. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then what happens? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. For a lot of people, their biggest issue is their mind. God just gave you the antidote. That's right. And it wasn't Prozac or whatever any of the other crap's called either. Amen. That's the only one I know. <laughs> I don't even know if I could spell that one. Praise God. But I can get you delivered, I can get you to have a peaceful mind. How are you going to do it? Fixing your thoughts on Him. Amen. Amen. You renew your mind, peace fills your life. Hear me. When you renew your mind, peace fills your life. Now watch this. And gratitude becomes your lifestyle. When you renew your mind, peace fills your life. And gratitude becomes your lifestyle. Worship team, you come back. Number four tonight and finally. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. Like you're not talking, oh, you're young, just wait till you get older. I've been getting older every day and every year. You know what I found out? If I just disbelieve what people tell me and trust what God tells me, it's the exact opposite of what they tell me. Well, you can't do that. You know, you're 32 now. Right. I've lived like one quarter of my life if the Lord should tarry. I'll go for that 120. And there ain't one devil that's going to short-circuit my life. He thinks he isn't going to get a black eye. And miss some teeth too, eh, amen? Because where I come from, rednecks are still rednecks. <laughs> Even if they're filled with the Holy Ghost, eh, amen? <laughs> Put them right up on the pipe of that diesel truck and smoke them. <laughs> Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. telling you. When you begin to thank God, everything changes. When you begin to look at the situation, not as everybody else looks at it. What do you do with Jesus? Jairus, Mark chapter 5, comes to him, right? The woman with the issue of blood butts in. Jairus just stands there and watches everything happen, which is all well and fine. Lady sucks a miracle out of Jesus. It's okay. There's enough Jesus to go around. Amen? Only in the time it took for her to get healed, The leaders from his house come and say, Hey, Jairus, don't bother the teacher anymore. Your daughter's dead. One child says, Why bother the teacher anymore? Your daughter's dead. The Bible says Jesus overhears what they say. You know what I like about God? He practices selective hearing. You think your husband's got a problem. It's a spiritual gift. Amen. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'll get some hate mail for that one. He overhears what they say. And in Jesus, the Bible says, Mark 5, I think it's 37. says, overhearing what they said. He says, your daughter's not dead, but she's asleep. The Bible says they laughed at him to scorn. Then I like what Jesus does next. See, y'all like hippie Jesus. I like Jesus with a horse whip. You too? Amen, sister. That's because you're from Scott Township. That's how it goes. We're bred different over there. Bible says, Jesus says, round them up and put them out. Bible says, Jesus threw everybody out of the house. Well, I thought he loves everybody. Sure he does, but not everybody can go where you're going. There's a lot of people i got to love, but i got to love from a distance. As in, I hope to never see you again. Amen in Jesus' name. And including when we get to heaven. If you make it, I pray you're way on the other side. And I'll make sure I never visit the ghetto. Amen. <laughs> I love poking fun at the devil overhearing what they said they and scorn, he says throw them all out of the house he only wants Peter, James and John come in with them why? because Jesus himself didn't want doubt and unbelief in the room the bible also tells us that Jesus could only do a couple of miracles in his own hometown because of doubt and unbelief You will be careful who's speaking into your life, but I'm telling you, you get some people that are thankful, people around you that will encourage you. Like we were in our board meeting before, ask these guys nothing but encouragement, like not one negative thing. Like going around the room, can anybody think of anything negative? Please, somebody come up with something. No, pastor, this is great. No, this is great. Like it's just, I, I mean this. I've been having the time of my life, pastor, in this church. I really sincerely mean that. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Uh, what if somebody leaves you? I don't care. I didn't chase you to come. I'm not going to chase you if you leave. Don't well, the doorknob hit you where the good Lord splits you. Amen. Too many pastors, their hearts are on a kite string. And, oh, my God, so-and-so left the church. Tr- oh, you ran off a giver. No, I have no problem saying what the word of God says. If the giver doesn't like it, they can go give. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because I'm not moved by money. I'm not moved by people. I need people of faith around me, people of gratitude. Say, no, no, we come into God's house with a spirit of praise. We come into God's house with gratitude to God. We give to God's word because it's gratitude to him. We lift our hands in the sanctuary because it's gratitude to him. We open our mouths and we praise God and sometimes we're loud and we're exuberant because it's gratitude to him and we realize our gratitude is a magnet for his miracles. I don't want people here that have a negative mindset. I don't want people here that, I don't think pastors should, I don't care. The most loving way I know how to tell you, I don't give a rip. I care about what God has to say. I care about what God wants to do and nothing else. Sincerely, ask the men around me. If you're with us, great. If you're not, I hope you find another place you can call home and you worship the Lord. I'm not wishing doom and gloom on you. I'm just saying just take the negative energy somewhere else. I want battery chargers, not battery drainers. Oh, man. I want people that are thankful for what God's done for them. Thankful to say, hey, man, for the grace of God, man, I'd be a train wreck. In fact, I was a train wreck, and he put me back together. Hadn't I been for the grace of God, I wouldn't be standing here. I wouldn't be able to take the breath of my... Come on, say amen. Because I realize my gratitude is a magnet for miracles. You know what my prayer life consists of mostly? Just thanking God. I just walk around thanking God. Driving on my motorcycle, praying the Holy Ghost, and I just start thanking God. First thing we did when we flew home last week. Thank God for protecting us. Thank God for getting us home. Thank God for blessing us. Thank God we got a church to come to that loves us and we can celebrate together. Thank God for what he's doing in this house. Really, what our board meeting, that's what it turns into. It's a positive thing, like thanking God for everything he's doing. Oh, we got a problem. Where are we going to sew now? Where are we going to stick more chairs? I mean, really, these are the problems. This is what the struggle bus looks like. I'm good with it. More people. You know, you can't have church on Sunday night. Nobody goes to church on Sunday night. No, you can. Because right here, God will build his church with or without your opinion. In fact... I don't want to build a church. I want God to build it. The Bible says in Psalm 127 and verse 1, lest the Lord builds the house, those who labor labor in vain. I'm not laboring in vain. I have nothing to give you. I can't impress you. I can't do anything for you. But I can point you to the one who can do everything for you. I can show you if you live a lifestyle, an attitude of gratitude, i am tell you, it'll take you to a new altitude. It'll take you to a place in your faith you never dreamed was imaginable. you would be in a constant state of, God, I can't believe you did this for me. God, I can't believe you did that. God, I, can't, I don't understand it, but I'm grateful. I don't know why you saved me, but I'm grateful. I don't know why you're doing it, but I'm grateful. I don't know why your blessing keeps overtaking me, but God, I am so grateful it is. You've given me a wonderful family. You've given me a great church. You've blessed me head and shoulders above the rest. God, like literally, anybody in this room is living in the top 1% of the world. Do the research. Anybody has more than $2 in here, which I'm pretty sure is everybody, even the kids upstairs at this point? You're living in the top 1% of the world. 99% of the world lives on less than $2 a day. We are blessed and highly favored. And you walk around, eh, I'm just struggling. Eh. You hear my car making a clunk? I got rips in my jeans. I bought them this way. <laughs> it's not because I'm poor, Amen. Lou picked me up tonight because Rick's a sinner, amen. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> what actually happened is he went in the tanning bed, he got so burned red. <laughs> he looks like he has Iron Man's suit on. <laughs> I'm serious, if he was in here tonight, we shot off the lights and he would glow. <laughs> Look like a rock lobster. Yeah, but Lou picked me up tonight in that hot rod little uh, yellow convertible out there and it fits him because he's practically a midget and he's like you know brother I think the seat's all the way back for you I'm like I think it is amen <laughs> my knees were up by my jaw and then we're riding up here with the top down, right? It's just, it's invigorating. I love this stuff. But truthfully, I didn't know he's picked me up with a convertible. I would have put a ball cap on. So my hair looked like Donald Trump's in the wind on the way up here. Loser, are you enjoying this? i had a time of my life. <laughs> I almost came with your hairdo tonight. Luckily, I combed it down upstairs. If nonetheless, you will get full of joy coming to this church. I promise you. Let me help you. The joy of the Lord is your. The Bible says a merry heart doeth good like medicine. I've had people, I don't think you ought to laugh at church. Yeah, your face shows you haven't laughed in 46 years. The Bible says he'll fill your mouth with laughter. And he might use a goofy preacher to do so. we're blessed I turned a little on the way up here I said I'm so glad you bought this car he said brother I am too he said and Tammy loves it he said he you puts your little ball cap on he said we went for ice cream before well people shouldn't have things things don't make you happy you're right God makes us happy but seek ye first the kingdom of God his righteousness all this stuff will be added unto you God is okay with you enjoying your life headline news And I'm sure there's people laughing at us coming up Route 6, Casey Highway, amen? Me scrunched up in that thing. Hair going. Brother, what a bunch of idiots. But we were happy, amen? I said, Lou, you made my day picking me up with this little thing. Amen? Look, it's the little things. But it's funny how even on the ride up, Man, I'm glad God's blessed us with this. Coming to a board meeting, guys. Man, I'm grateful what God's doing in and through His house. Grateful how God's blessed us spiritually, physically, financially, numerically, every area of our lives. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. I could be a preacher and tell you your life's going to suck. You know what? It would. But I choose to take a different course, a different road. Where I'm telling you about the blessing of God, I'll tell you about Proverbs four: the path of the righteous shall shine brighter and brighter till the full hallelujah, the full coming of day. I told somebody before, I don't think you ought to operate. I said, Oh, you don't like me now? You better buckle your chin strap. You hate me now? Just wait, because baby, I am connected to the vine, and so are you. And the Bible says any branch that doesn't produce fruit, it cuts off. So I'm going to keep producing. Most people think, well, it's wrong to be fruitful? Well, Once again, read the first page of the Bible. First command he gave to you, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion, subdue. Most people aren't even doing one of them. Be fruitful, multiply, have dominion, subdue. How do I do that? By having an attitude of gratitude. I won't preach it tonight, but I'll tell you this. There's a miracle in your mouth. Some of you think your miracles are far off. They're right here. The problem is they've been getting stuck in that 12 inches between your heart and your head. Oh, man. It's a miracle right here. The Bible says in... Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. We have a high priest over our confession. The Bible says in Job 28, You'll declare and decree a thing and the Lord himself will establish it for you. He'll cause the light of his favor to shine upon you and direct you in all your ways. Amen. It's time to start talking like God talks. Let me tell you how God talks. Blessing. Healing. Favor. Strength. Grace. Come on somebody. Victory. That's why I love some of those old songs, because they were so, like, upbeat and happy. Victory today is mine. Victory in Jesus. Instead of, you know, the stuff we got on modern Christian radio. Oh, Lord, even if the healing doesn't come. Let me help you, dummy. You know what the bad part is? So at Peckville, I was in charge of hosting, like, all these concerts and stuff. So a lot of these guys would come in. And if I'd catch them singing something or saying something, oh, (laughs) brother, let me help you. He that the healing doesn't come. It already came over 2,000 years ago. (laughs) By his stripes, you were healed. It's past tense. I'm getting ready to close, but I can feel the anointing's been increasing. The gift of faith's been increasing all night here. Can you feel that? If you're not, your wood's wet. I'm going to dry it up a little bit. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. I had multiple Bible college professors tell me, you shouldn't go into the ministry. You won't fit the mold. And I told them, exactly. All the books... In the, the library at Bible school, all these guys, they had the sticker on them, controversial. Every one of them. Teal Osborne, like Teal Osborne healing the sick. F.F. Bosworth, Christ the healer. Stuff by Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagan, other ones. i telling you right now, controversial. Give me the controversy. Give it to me. What, the kids are having a good time. It's not like a party up there. Some of y'all are wondering, well, I hope I are not going long because my kids get awfully tired. They ain't tired. <laughs> They're up there having a Super Bowl for Jesus. We've tried to deaden the sound as much as they can. The thing just keeps growing, and the kids are having the time of their lives. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Headline news. If you could, while I'm at it, and I'll close, maybe. If you complain in front of your kids, well, I lied to go to church. I'm just too tired. I hope church isn't long. Well, they want me to tithe. They want me to whatever. Don't be surprised when your kids don't serve God at all because of your own freaking negativity. what I tell my kids? It's God who did this for us. My kids are more excited about coming to Thrive than anything else. Yeah, like more than that, amen? I'll take it though. My kids are all geared up all week long about coming here. I wouldn't have it any other way. Let them be excited about coming to the house of God, the things of God. What's the alternative? Somebody teaching them, you know, about reassignment surgeries as a child? It's an antichrist spirit. Get me going. It's the same clowns around there pushing to take land from Israel. You can't see that's the devil. Headline news. Oh, brother, that's rough. No, it's not. It's not rough and it's not wrong. What's wrong is you're trying to push something on children and they have no idea. you who stuff like that, pedophiles. That probably just kicked me off, but it's true. You want to do that as an adult or whatever, that's on you. You don't push that crap on kids. Suicides at all-time high, all kinds of problems. Oh, and by the way, the government profits a million dollars per surgery. So hello, I do the headline news. Same way they profited on a whole bunch of shots the last couple of years, but I'll leave that alone. It's all a money scandal. Hello? Follow the money. No, I'm going to tell you the truth. And I make no bones about it. That's not Republican or Democrat. There's two snakes, two heads of the same snake. There's good and bad in anything. Guess what? There's good and bad preachers out there, too. There's preachers that are just after money and doing whatever and whatever. Headline news. I could care less about any of that. What I care about is pleasing God. What I care about is seeing people blessed and whole and made right with God through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're gonna close in just a moment. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Feels like the air finally kicked on. Amen. No, if you guys warm this place up or is just my sweatshirt. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know what I find funny about people? They're in no hurry to get to heaven, but in a hurry to get out of church. Kenny Chesney sang one time, everybody wants to go to heaven, nobody wants to go now. Amen. Amen. I do everything wrong in the natural with this church. My services are long. I say whatever, clearly. I pray in the Holy Ghost, openly. I have no problem teaching you on the blessing of God. I have no problem calling people to repentance. I have no problem calling sin, sin. But yet the church just continues to multiply. It would have to be God's hand upon it. It would have to be God working through people. Because I promise you, I'm not that good. On my best day. But the anointing comes upon something, comes upon you, and it increases. Whew, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just begin to thank the Lord just for a moment in your own way. Hallelujah. Just begin to thank Him. It's like a magnet pulling miracles into the room. Father, in Jesus' name. Tongues isn't of the devil, it's a gift for every believer. The Bible says in Jude one twenty to build you up in your most holy faith. Some of you need a dose of the ghost and you'll be straightened right out. Whew. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Whew. Hallelujah. Whew. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You been working? Nope. No? Why not? I really ain't, been ain't been feeling it? That's what I thought. Whew, hallelujah. I've been praying the Lord's gonna keep strengthening you. Getting better and better. Whew, hallelujah. That you'd have physical strength. Physical strength, Lord, physical strength. You know what I like about you? Well, a lot of things. But we're cut from the same cloth. You taught me things. You've been a friend when others haven't. And you helped me right here with God's house. I believe that's part of the reason God's worked in your life. What you've done for Pastor Marla down there done for me here God honors those who honors house right hallelujah I can feel strength going into your body hallelujah stronger and stronger better and better father in Jesus mighty name stronger and stronger better and better Hallelujah. <laughs> Enjoy every day of his life. From the tomatoes to the trapping and everything in between. What do you got there? The harvesters auction. <laughs> North the bear. bear Harvesters. Oh goes to show you how much I can read. Amen. I went to Lakeland. (laughs) Hallelujah. If You know where Lakeland is? That tells you everything you need to know. (laughs) Fur harvesters auction. Thank you, Lord. You've got yourself to a place of and you know this, this is nothing. But you're able to make decisions what you want to do day in and day out. God's favor upon your life. God's goodness. You might as well enjoy it. And I like that you've been doing that. Father, I thank you for your angels touching him even now, strengthening his body better and better, Jesus. Better and better. To enjoy every day of his life. Jesus, my hallelujah great to see you guys heard you came to the paint night I wasn't invited because I'm a man unlike some people amen great to see you guys been out on the bikes today you were good for you was she out no what are you waiting for 70 me too sister it's about I like it more like 90. amen hallelujah Whew. hallelujah good to see you my friend God bless you great to see you you know I love you too very much you guys believed in me when nobody else did <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this or not but you sowed into me and my brothers years ago and I'm grateful for it that's the anointing hallelujah hallelujah Joni don't quit don't quit Quitting's not an option Hallelujah. That's the anointing going right into your husband and touching you, too. Fire of the Holy Ghost. More, 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 and more. Hallelujah. Anybody that come all the way over here from Falls to see me, the Lord has a blessing with your name on it. For the kids and the grandkids to know the Lord the way you guys do. More and more. These are wonderful people of God. I mean, wonderful people of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Now, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I'd take a death sentence off of Joni's life. Now, Joni, I don't know when the last time you were at the doctors was, but I believe they gave you a bad report. Ain't that right? Yeah, that's what I thought. God knows everything. I wouldn't even know you go to see the doctor. And in fact, you've said even in your spirit, Lord, I've even tried to do things the natural way, and it seems like things have gotten worse and not better. Isn't that right? I curse that foul report off your life. Satan, take your hands off of God's property. I lose the gift of healing and the working of miracles. In fact, I believe the two of you drove here tonight believe in God for a miracle. <laughs> Ain't that right? Fire the Holy Ghost. Touch Him, Lord. Touch Him. You're breathing to get better and better. All that nonsense, COPD and whatever else, I curse it in Jesus' mighty name. You're breathing to get clearer and clearer. Better and better. With long life, I'll satisfy you and show your salvation. I've been waiting to pray for you folks all night I've been watching faith go right into the two of you the whole time hallelujah better and better in Jesus name better and better better and better hallelujah the devil would do anything he would try to destroy people like you because you're people of faith you're a threat to them. People who don't serve and don't give and don't live this thing out, they mean nothing to the devil because they're not a threat to him. The both of you are a serious threat to the devil's kingdom. That's why he's tried to attack Joni so hard. Whew. You've beat up on his kingdom financially. You've beat up on his kingdom with your prayers. You've beat up on his kingdom by raising those kids and not grandkids, teaching them about the blessing of God. Teach them about the anointing. <laughs> Jesus, mighty name. I bind the curse off of her life. Command it to go the deep and never come back. I speak healing and health into both your body, strength, grace, and favor. Do it, Lord. I put angels on assignment to raise her up. Jesus, mighty name. Jesus, mighty name. For those of you that are new tonight, yes, they are friends of mine. No, I didn't know she went to see the doctor or go deal with any of that nonsense. But God knows everything. And I promise you, as crazy as it sounds, when I get under the anointing, I can walk right around the room, tell people what they've prayed, tell people what they've said, realize what's going on. And I don't know anything. But the Holy Spirit knows everything. And the only reason I believe God allows me to flow like this is because he wants to show people that he really loves them and really cares about them. And there really is a real heaven and there really is a real hell and there really is a real God and he really loves you in your situation. Now you might think it's a crock, but what do you do with that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Chris, good to see you. I won't embarrass you, but can I pray for you? It's a friend of mine from the gym. And I'm glad he's here. Took you long enough to get here. What would you do, get lost? Amen. There's only one road up from town. Amen. I'm teasing you. (laughs) Now, we talk just about every day at the gym, but we haven't talked about any of this, and I won't embarrass you, but it's funny you're here tonight, and I'm preaching on renewing your mind, because you've been dealing with some stuff. Can I say it like that? Yeah. It's okay. God will put the right people in your path at the right time. I, what I like to call the battlefield of mind. The devil would try to have a war in our mind. Different thoughts, different distractions, different things. Try and put thoughts in our heads. You can fill in the blanks. Like I said, I won't embarrass you. And he's a big, strong guy. He could probably almost whoop me. Amen. No, I'm teasing. I'm going to pray for you, Chris. That the Lord gives you that peace I was talking about tonight. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Like even things with anxiety and things of that nature, it would just calm. that all right? I told you I wouldn't embarrass you. We good so far? Okay. I won't go any further. And I told you if you came here that I'd never bug you to come again if it wasn't for you. And I mean that. Because this isn't for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, Clearly. But you've never seen me operate in this vein. No, right? You see me at the gym and I'm mean looking. Well, I'm still mean looking, amen, but. (laughs) He thought I was mean for a while, amen. You never even told me that. (laughs) And Rick, he's even meaner than me. That's why I don't push stuff on people. People need to come on their own terms, their own way, and let the Lord touch them. Lest the Lord build the house, those who labor, labor in vain. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I take captive every thought that would try and come against him. Stuff with anxiety, even push you to depression and things of that nature. I curse it in Jesus' mighty name. For your mind to get clearer and clearer, better and better. Like you're physically strong, I pray for your mental clarity to get stronger and stronger. I'm not saying you're nuts by any means. I'm just talking about renewing your mind. The Lord will help you and strengthen you. I thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Good to see you, brother. Hallelujah. John, good to see you. I love you, buddy. haven't seen you in a little while. Lift your hands right where you are if you don't mind, John. I won't embarrass you. I'm good at that, but I won't do it. Amen. In fact, come here if you wouldn't mind. Would you mind? It's great to see you. I love you, buddy. I've known him forever. Big, strong guy right here, too. Hallelujah. That transition you made with moving and things of that nature, was the best thing you made, decision, right? It was a little tough to do at the time, but it was the best decision you made. And you felt even things in your spirit have changed since you did that. Pretty good? (laughs) Hallelujah. There's a particular thing you've been praying about. Something with the desires of your heart, I'll say it that way. You know what that is. And I pray the Lord would give that to you. He'd bring that person in your life and everything would feel like it's whole. Is that okay? You're a good man. I hope you know that. I hope you know I always love you. I had no idea you were going to be here. But I'm glad you are. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for this wonderful man of God. Hallelujah. Now, we've never talked about this. But the Lord just showed me something. Hallelujah. In fact, you've been down in places like with homeless people. Is that right? And you've given them money. Does that make sense to you? To help people? I'm not embarrassing you, but isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how would I know that? Because I've never been with you with homeless people. But God sees everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> the Bible says, he who lends to the poor, the Lord, will repay him. In fact, it's kind of been a regular thing you've done. You've been quiet about it. Never told anybody. Never looking for any notoriety. It looks like down in wilkes or something. Pretty good? Scranton? Scranton? Yeah. They all look the same. Amen. Amen. I just know it's not Honesdale. Then again, I don't know if there's homeless in Honesdale or not. Thank you. Thank you. I sincerely mean that. Thank you for helping those people who other people might have forgotten. Wow. I pray the Lord blesses you. I pray the Lord increases you. In fact, I believe the Lord is going to continue to increase you because you've been found faithful. You've been faithful to what God's entrusted you with. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for this wonderful man of God. He's a good man. Helping others, doing what he can do, being faithful. When you've been faithful at little, I'll make you rule over much. Father, I pray you bless him and increase him, and you grant him the desires of his heart, God. You said delight yourself in the Lord, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Whew. That person he's been praying for, God, I pray you bring him into his life quickly. Grant him that desire, God. May he rest in your presence. That's the anointing, John. Hallelujah. Right into your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I love you, my friend. Great to Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch her, Jesus. Touch her, Lord. Touch her. Honey, things are going to turn around, and they'll turn around quickly for you. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. God of breakthroughs and turnarounds and it'll be a quick thing I expedite it in the spirit hallelujah maybe you're not used to this kind of worship it's okay might not mean much to you it means everything to the people I pray for now here's what I know because I can feel it in my spirit and we're going to close there's people in here who aren't right with God because I can feel it tonight's your night To get things right. So tonight is your night to get things right. Tonight's the the night to give it all to God. Every last bit of it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Can I pray for you? Nice looking jacket. I'm not saying you're not right with God. I think just the opposite, actually. I think the Lord's given you a great spirit of faith. You've been encountering God in strong ways lately. Even in your bedroom when you've been praying and calling out to God. You've been feeling like this presence of God just comes rushing in the room. Isn't that right? Yeah. Now how the heck would I know what you do in your bedroom? I don't even know where you're from. Amen. But God does. It's okay, honey. And there have been a couple of things that have happened in the past. And you almost have, in fact, you felt like at times, I don't know how God could forgive me. I don't know how God could forgive those things that have happened. you okay? I won't embarrass you, but you know what I mean. I'm here to tell you, you are entirely forgiven and entirely loved by God. Don't let the devil entrap your mind into thinking that he has some sort of stronghold on you. There's really a real God who really loves you. That's why you've encountered His presence at times, and it feels like you feel so strong in His presence, and it feels like something pulls back. Pretty good? Yeah. God knows everything. I said, God knows everything. You're not a sinner saved by grace, you're a daughter of God, child of the Most High King. You were a sinner, then you got saved. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. So, Father in Jesus, my name, I thank you for this wonderful girl. This wonderful people here, God. Bless them, Father. Honor them. I pray she feels the comfort of the Holy Ghost unlike ever before. It to get stronger and stronger on the inside of her. And even those times where you felt the presence of God come in your room, it's only gonna get stronger. Things are gonna get better. Better, better, better. Forget the failure. Any failing you did, you'll just fail forward in Jesus' name. Let the failure be the fertilizer that pushes you into everything God called you to do and propels you into your purpose and destiny. And I don't know why, but I'm going to say this too. And I pray any dumb boy that would try and come your way and distract you from God's plan and God's purpose, that the angels would swat him right out of your way. (laughs) I don't know. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I feel to pray that. And I pray that God would give you the right person at the right time. Not some bozo looking for the wrong things. In Jesus' mighty name, I release it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nice to see you guys. Hallelujah. Great to see you guys. I'm glad things are going well for you. God of breakthroughs and turnarounds. Breakthroughs and turnarounds. And everything you thought you lost, (laughs) it looked pretty bad for a while, didn't it? God's turning everything around. Everything the devil came to steal. The Bible says anything the thief steals, he must repay seven times. So even though you don't have the money now that you had, and don't have the things you had and whatever, God will cause the devil to repay. Things will turn around and work out. Keep your trust in God. He's your source. Hey, he gave you a good man. You're doing what? Tools. Better you than me. Amen. I don't pick anything. I hear you. I don't apple pick. I don't pick anything. I don't even pick my nose. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, the anointing is so sweet in this house. It's like next to impossible not to flow in the gifts because the anointing is just so strong. Don, I love that your son was here again tonight. It's okay that he left. Wasn't feeling well? Yeah, that's the devil. I don't call everything the devil, but that was the devil. trying to push stuff in on the inside of him because he's so ticked off because he said he'd never come to church. He was here last week, then he came out again. He got touched by the Holy Ghost last time he was here. I don't know if you know that or not. Whew. I know what I'm talking about. I don't call everything the devil, but I promise you there's a real devil out there. And he gets zero glory. He's under our feet. But he would do anything he can do to suck people out of the house of God. One person I know, they continually kept coming. Every time they come, their whole body would go into complete pain and they'd have to leave the devil. They'd feel fine until they pull in the parking lot. Total pain. They'd leave. Pain would lift. It's a lady I called out and prayed for. Not here. Amen. Somewhere else just recently. And she was constantly bad-mouthing me. Bad-mouthing the church. Bad-mouthing everything we did. She got mouth cancer. And I told her. I said, you got a diagnosis for mouth cancer a couple days ago. I did. Yeah. You got to watch what you're sowing. I said, now I'm going to pray the Lord sets you free from that nonsense. But don't let your own tongue be right back into it. Whew. There really is a real God. There really is a real heaven. And there really is a real hell. You cast the vote. I said, you cast the vote. Either you receive what Jesus paid for or you reject it. Your whole life boils down to one or two sentences. Either, well done, thy good and faithful servant, or depart from me. I never knew you. And it'll be a cold day, and you know where, where you know who's sucking on a snow cone. If you think I'm not going to call people to repentance and let you know, I'm telling you, if you go to hell, it'll be over my dead body. I'll be kicking and screaming. Because I want to win as many people to Jesus Christ as I can. I want you to have eternal life. Jesus, the Bible says like this in Deuteronomy 30. I've set before you blessing and cursing, life and death, prosperity and disaster. Oh, that you would choose life. I don't always close the same way. I have no idea which way the Lord, I kind of do this. Which way is the wind blowing? My job is, these windows do not even open, but to open a window, let the Holy Ghost blow in this place. Just to host the presence of God. I am not God. I cannot do anything for you. Sorry. I, I'm definitely not Joel Steen. I'm nobody. Any whatever. I'm pretty much a nobody trying to tell everybody about Jesus. That he's a real God. He really loves you. He really wants to bless your life. But you got to do things God's way. You have to do it his way. When you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. I'm going to ask you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, dear Jesus. Jesus. Come on, say, dear Jesus. Jesus, I admit I need you. I I confess my sin. sin And I receive you as Lord and Savior Savior of my life. life. When I die, die, heaven will will be my home. Because I receive everything Jesus paid for. My faith will not fail. fail. I will make heaven heaven. because of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Amen. A couple of things real quick and I'm going to turn you loose. Actually, I'll do something that Jesus would never do. I'm going to leave you. Amen. (laughs) Elvis said in a pink Cadillac lure going in a yellow, whatever that thing is. Amen in Jesus' name. If it's not raining, my hair will be blowing all over the place. And this isn't even a toupee. This is my real hair, amen. I don't when I trimmed my beard last night. Look like I had a locks for love thing going on. What do they call that? Yeah, whatever. I got it right, I think. Number one, go to church. Hear me. It does not have to be this church. But I'm kind of biased. This is a really great church. But if you don't go here. Go to a church that teaches all of the gospel. People that want to see you win in life. Want to see you succeed in life. Want to see you healed and well and will celebrate you, not tolerate you. Amen? We're here every Sunday night at 6.30. Next week is Mother's Day. We will be here. And if you're a mom, you won't be here too. And if you're not, you're going to be sad if you miss. I've been known to be kind of crazy. Amen? We're giving out a free broom and a vacuum to everybody. No, I'm teasing. Sorry. Sorry. Just a joke. Just a joke. Grant, I knew you'd like that. Amen. Go to church. Read the Bible. If you don't have a Bible, these good-looking guys in the back will give you a Bible free of charge. Because guess what? There's never a charge for the gospel. If you go to a church where they charge for the gospel, run. Y'all like a bottom run, amen. I'm oh, sorry. If you have a uh, smartphone, which I think everybody after 2002 does, download the Version Bible app. Y-O-U-Version Bible app. It's completely free. We can be friends or not, whatever you prefer. Amen. I had somebody tell me, Pastor, I'm not being your friend. Said, eh, praise God. No, I'm back to just me, myself, and I. Amen. Don't worry, someday the counselor will get me through. Go to church, read the Bible. Number three, pray every day. Prayer is simply being thankful to God. Why not, have, why not be a magnet for miracles? Just wake up with gratitude in your spirit. My daughter comes running in our room every morning. In fact, we bought her a thing that has a light on it. We said, you're not allowed to come in the room until the light comes on. Amen. And I told her, if you do, doesn't start locking the door. Amen. You'll be knocking and banging. But when that girl comes around in the room every day, joy just hits my spirit. I say to the devil, oh, yeah, I thought she was stillborn. You're a liar. Go to hell where you belong. Pastor, you curse before you get out of bed? I tell the devil where to go. You should, too. You tell everybody else on the road where to go. Amen. Might as well tell the devil to go there. I'm not cursing. I'm telling him to go where he belongs, under our feet. Yes, right. Attitude of gratitude, amen? Prayer is not supposed to be whining to God. It's being thankful to God. Amen. Go to church. Read the Bible. Pray every day. And if I don't see you, I'll see you on the other side. You know what I'm saying? And I believe if you're part of Thrive, we might even live in the same neighborhood in heaven. See <laughs> so you be stuck with me for all of eternity. I believe God's going to give Rick a place near mine in heaven. Because when he's got that heavenly glow. I will tell everybody he had the same glow on earth. But it wasn't heavenly, amen. It was Planet Fitness. Bed number two. (laughs) He's probably watching at home, eating his milk and cookies. A little early for milk and cookies. I can't believe you're saying that without me there. Just wait. Him and Big Lou are done tomorrow. I know you're watching, and I love you very much. I hope your nose is filled with dirt from Evergreen. Amen. Hallelujah. Real quick, before we go, uh, Aaron, run upstairs and get Abigail the alarm for me. It was her birthday yesterday. Well, her party, and I missed it. I was very sorry to miss it. The only reason I missed it is because I had to do a dedication for the hometown heroes. Yours is Thursday? Well, congratulations. Amen. Is your name Abigail? I didn't think so. (laughs) Praise God. I sure hope it's not. If it is, grant will counsel you after the service. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Don't worry. There's Cheetos left. Lou didn't eat them all. Oh, man. We're going to give back to missions in just a moment, amen, and then we're going to go our separate ways. I'm liking the rhythm you got going on there. Pretty good, isn't it? Come here, honey. You got a brace on? We're going to pray for you. I was sorry to miss your party yesterday. It hurt my heart. I mean that. This girl's a miracle in case you don't know. I'd have her mom tell you the story, but I promised we'd be here till next Sunday. Amen. <laughs> I love you. You know that. I have a gift for you for your birthday. Carolyn better have it with her or she's going to be in trouble. We're going to pray for you. Is that okay since this is your birthday? Should everybody stretch a hand towards Abigail? She's 10. Isn't that crazy? The doc- This is a walking miracle time and time again. I think that's part of the reason I love her so much because I am too. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, God. Every attack of the enemy has tried to come against this girl has been removed. I thank you. You've raised her up. You've healed her heart. You've healed her body, God. Even when they wanted to have her aborted, God, they pushed through, and you've blessed this child. Time and time again. I pray for whatever that brace is for. You get better, too, in Jesus' name. Whew, hallelujah. Father, I pray you bless her abundantly that her 10th year would be her best year in Jesus' mighty name. Things will get better and better for her. Better and better, honey. Better and better. In Jesus' mighty name. That's for you. Happy birthday. We love you very much. God bless you. Give her a big hand. Amen? I love you. Hallelujah see blessed blessed can't do stuff like that if you're not what a blessing it is have kids 10 years old serving God telling people about the miracle working power of God amen father in Jesus mighty name I bless this mission's offering. so we get ready to go to Spain in a couple of weeks and sow some seed God I thank you for the privileges to build churches in Majorca Spain first church plant in nearly 200 years and you'll get the glory for it. had over 1,500 people meeting in homes all over that town. I was there one time on vacation. And I asked Carolyn. I said to her, I said, God's doing something on this island. And I wasn't even drinking fuzzy navels. Amen. <laughs> it's a joke. I asked Carolyn. I was there just before COVID. I said, God's doing something on this island. I could feel it in my spirit. Little did I know, 1,500 people meeting in homes all over the island building the first church in nearly 200 years there. And I'm going to fly there in a couple of weeks, help them dedicate that thing, hand them a check, and say there's a bunch of people in Honesdale that believe in you. So anyway, Father, bless this mission's offering. May you get all the glory from it, increase it, and I pray you bless the people of Majorca, Spain, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, hey, I love you. I hope you have a wonderful night. Be safe. I'll see you next Sunday night. The Lord should tarry. Have the best week of your life.